If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another episode of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character. As we do every single week, we talk to good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Good, Connor. Happy Friday. It's uh, Friday Funday? Fr- is, no, no. It's uh, Friday, let's get down to business. To defeat, uh, defeat the Huns. The Huns. Yes, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Um, so this is Hero Zero, Sean. Now, what was interesting about this week is everyone I'm assuming who's listening to this episode has seen the title, unless they had their eyes closed and then they somehow clicked clear. Um, a miracle that you got here. <laughs> well done. Uh, but what I will say is before we get into this week's character that we will be covering, uh, who's very, very powerful, I must admit. Oh. Um, I still I, don't know, by the way. He hasn't told me. I have not told him. <laughs> but um, we, I would really like to quickly... Give a little bit of a shout out to our new website that we launched this week, Sean. Um, Sean's been working hard in the background. If you guys head on over now to heroesforhire.ie, you can access all the stuff. Every, every episode we've ever done is all up there and it's all neatly categorized in, in case there's a specific show that you like. Yeah, um, much easier to search. Also, some of the podcasting apps 
Um, they only give the most recent 100 episodes. Mm. Um, so if you want to listen to anything, any of the Hero Zeros in the back catalogue, it can be hard to find those. So the website just has literally everything. You just have to search for a character. And in yeah. the search bar, and it co- it'll come up. Um, so yeah, it's all up there. Our store is over there as well. So that's like a one-stop place that you can kind of go there. And there's episodes. There's the shop. There's um, you can support the Patreon over there. It's all there. The link is down below. But yeah, we Sean's been working really hard in the background. So I wanted to give that a bit of a shout out. Oh, thanks, um, Connor. Thanks but, for acknowledging me. <laughs> no problem. And maybe just a like and review or whatever podcast platform you listen. That doesn't take much. Um, yeah. But Sean, last week you did the honor of covering a Marvel character that was, I could only assume, maybe the strongest Marvel character we've ever covered. Can I actually issue a quick clarification? Because, yeah, I talked about Hyperstorm. Uh, There was a non-canon crossover event between DC, Marvel, anime and Image Comics, and Hyperstorm absorbed all of the powers of every comic book character ever, uh, thus becoming the most powerful character there's ever been in comics. Uh, Right. Um, I covered him last week. (laughs) Okay, well, I feel like what you've done there is you've pissed all over my grave. That's I've kind of taken over the um, report, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, I'm not, I'm not salty. I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I'm no, just, you don't seem it. Yeah. Think, think of all that work I did on the website. Con. I'll be honest with you. Let's just end the episode now because I, th- I thought I had you beat. I thought. Thanks everyone for listening <laughs> to this week. <laughs> <laughs> because, Sean, what I decided to do was I thought it might be fun. I'm going to try to find the DC equivalent of hyperstorm now i could have easily chosen the presence uh, in dc comics who is basically god um okay (laughs) so i could have chosen the presence but instead i'm going to choose an actual character and what was interesting last week when you covered hyperstorm is because he was from an alternate universe and yeah all that stuff and my character is actually a character we all know but it's no. just from a different different timeline, I would say. The same timeline, technically, but a lot more years in the future. Because Grant Morrison, right. in 1998, uh, he was charged with writing a little story for DC, as he was known to do at the time, quite a few times. <laughs> um, and Grant decided they were going to do DC 1 million. And for, okay. for DC 1 million... Grant Morrison created a little character known as Superman Prime Sean, who is the okay. strongest version of Superman that has ever existed in every any comic book ever. Okay, so Superman is usually broken power-wise in a lot of his comics. Yeah. And so Superman Prime is that times a million, basically. Yeah. So I I was really trying to take down Hyperstorm. So I'm interested to see how you feel about what the fight would be like after this. Yeah. And can I just say, like, that whole crossover thing, that's non-canon. So that doesn't count. Okay. Uh, Um, So I will put my Hyperstorm versus your Superman. (laughs) Okay. Um, So Superman Prime is a character that he's um, in the 853rd century is when we cover it. Now, what I will say is you're thinking, okay, what version of Superman? This is Clark Kent. Um, he's just alive in that he's timeline. He's alive in, 850, in the 853rd century, Sean. Um, so, yeah. This <laughs> so, we all know the story, Sean. The legend began in the last years of the second millennium with a birth 
of, you know, Kal-El, of Krypton. Yeah. He's the sole survivor and the Earth, the planet explodes, he gets sent on a ship and he's raised as a normal human child in Kansas by Jonathan Kent and Martha Kent. Please, Connor, I've seen Man of Steel. <laughs> don't, don't look into that tornado, you little bitch. I'm going to blow away. <laughs> um, it was their love and care that would transform one of the world's most powerful individuals from the product of a cold alien civilization into one of the noblest and charismatic men alive, Sean. Um, and under the name of Clark Kent, this might surprise you, he becomes a reporter and oh. he works with his future wife, Lois Lane. Um, okay. And he's more I've widely seen Superman too. <laughs> <laughs> and he's more widely known as Superman. Ah, I've yeah. seen Smallville. <laughs> You're running out of platforms. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna run out of bits in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so this this whole bit we all kind of know. So that's yeah, yeah. absolutely fine. Um, and this all happened in this storyline as well. So that's what makes it nice and nice and juicy. Because it was as the costume su- he- superhero, Superman, um, Kal-El had his biggest impact. He was the leader of Earth's superhumans. He was the leader of Justice League. And mostly he was like seen as one of the greatest leaders just in all of Earth. Um, I've read his, the Bible. In, in his, <laughs> that's not... <laughs> Moses? I don't know. <laughs> in his career, he saves the world from threats thousands of times, saves yeah. everyone, fights through multiple supervillains, um, stops, like, anti-suns, he stops bizarros, he stops all sorts of shit. Um, Dark sides. Yeah. And, of course, during the hive of activity, I mean, everything's going well shot. Um, Until? He, well, here's the thing. So, he, he's leader of the Justice League, he's married to Lois Lane, he's the happiest he's ever been, his parents are, like, back in Kansas... What we never talk about in Superman canon, and we need to all kind of... It's going to get a bit dark here, Sean. Okay. Superman, Kal-El, is essentially yeah, yeah. immortal. Oh. Which means he watched as he outlived his parents, then his friends, then even his wife, Lois Lane, Sean. Oh, shit. Yes. That- that would take a toll on a man, so I, I think. We have the world's greatest superhero, and we just never even think about it. That Batman becomes 80 years old, 90, he dies, and all the members of the Justice League die. Um, maybe yeah. not Wonder Woman. Um, Martian Manhunter? Martian Manhunter is technically, yeah, we're not going to get Effie. Lois Lane, long dead. Definitely dead. Parents, long dead. Um, yeah. And Superman is just all that's left. And oh. um, he, he's still serving as the world's foremost champion, but he began to slow as the sadness of all the losses began to mount. And so he doesn't age, he just gets depressed. He just, what's the point? Like, everybody what's knows he he's dead. For? Yeah, fuck man. Um, That's dark. <laughs> so legend then tells how close to the end of the 21st century, so like, close to, close to the end of the 21st century, Superman Prime, as history will now remember Kal-El, passed his responsibilities of being Superman to his heir, Superman Secondus, um, good name um, yeah. and he created the Superman dynasty which is like a little team and he's like okay you're going to take over because I can't do this anymore because right, yeah, everyone I, I know is dead and every relationship I've ever had is over so what's the point but I can't die <laughs> then one day he just left Earth Sean he just left 
Um, he just peaced out into space. Just peaced out. There was nothing to live for anymore. And during these time, this time away, there's lots of stories about what he did. He His travels lasted from the 21st century until somewhere around the 700th century. Holy shit. He travelled space. And as the story goes, he actually broke through the source wall, which in DC Universe basically means is like the source of all superpowers. He like broke through the source wall, which means he also is able to do multiverse hopping. Um, He learned how to do that. He also then trained under the source wall and learned from it. So he's able to just, he spends centuries upon centuries just traveling space. Becoming stronger. It sounds like there's a principle in Marvel Comics called cosmic awareness, where like you're aware of every element of the universe. And it sounds like he's doing the DC version of that. I mean, it probably could be, yeah. Um, That's wild. And so like during his travels, he acquired vast abilities and skills from across the universe. And when he returned, he forged a covenant with his descendants. So this is in 700th century he returns, okay? So there's, there's been supermen passed down... Passed down in generation all upon these, generation. All these yeah. centuries, Jesus. Yeah. Um, and he actually came back to Earth at this point and he bestowed upon them a small fraction of his power. So he gave some of them his power and split it off because he was so powerful that it didn't matter. Um, yeah, yeah, he wasn't losing anything. And he said, I'm going to give you this power as long as you serve for truth and justice. And so after- he's still good. Sorry, he's still good at, oh, yeah. like, at his core. He's just tired. He's just done. Um, yeah. and, after, and he can't die. So, like, what can you do? Yeah. And after the covenant, he left and returned into his Fortress of Solitude. But he has moved the Fortress of Solitude to the one place you would think Superman should put the Fortress of Solitude because the Fortress of Solitude Sean is on the super sun that is in space he lives in the sun now Sean really quickly could you just tell me where Superman gets his power from I believe it's from the sun and so if he lives in the sun what happens He's just charging all the time, basically. Basically. He lives in the sun for a further 15,000 years. Holy shit. So he lives in the sun for 15,000 years after learning from centuries upon centuries of traveling space and learning all of that stuff. Remember, this is still Clark Kent. This is still regular, like, bargain bin Clark Kent. Yes. He just had a lot of time. Yeah. And when Solaris... Um, Solaris is a sentient artificial sun, also immortal technically, um, right. and he's like a nemesis of Superman back in the day. Um, he fires, uh, he fires something called the Night Fragment at the sun in order to kill Superman Prime. So he's like, "I'm going to destroy the sun. I'm going to kill Superman Prime." Um, remember, I'm sure this goes well. This goes well for him. Um, and what happened was the Green Lantern. Uh, is still around at this point. There's only one Green Lantern left. Um, right. And the Green Lantern shows up and he basically is like, okay, well, we can't let the sun explode. So he's defending all of space, as Green Lanterns do, and yeah. he stops Solaris at the time. Um, when the explosion attends, goes to happen, the Green Lantern attempts to contain the explosion with his power ring. And what happens is Kal-El, Kal, sorry, Cal Kent, who is currently that Earth Superman, 
Um, right. He uses his force vision to contain the explosion as well. Unfortunately, the Green Lantern dies. Last Green Lantern, that, just gone. Just gone. And within that, Superman Prime suddenly reappears from the sun after 15,000 years of absorbing solar energy. And he crushes Solaris immediately. And he then takes hold of the Green Lantern ring. Holy shit. So... (laughs) (laughs) So... Okay, I see where this is going. (laughs) So, we've got Superman Prime. Has lived in the sun for 15,000 years. uh, Travelled the space and time for many, many centuries. Learning how to multiverse hop. How to do basically everything. Is basically a god. And he has been given the Green Lantern ring. Uh, just to top it all off. And doesn't Superman have an amazing level of willpower anyway? Oh, yes. Right, and that's what the ring gets power from. Yes, So and he has the most right. willpower he's ever had due to the fact he's the most powerful he's ever been. By God, this doesn't <laughs> seem fair. Um, the time he spent in the sun magnified his already great power to presumably infinite levels. Um, his strength and other countless abilities he gained also rose to unknown levels from the time he spent in the sun it's unknown nobody knows how powerful they can't count how strong he is no so imagine Superman what he is now but now they can't count how strong he is and he's broken now yeah, yeah, no, like he's, people complain that he's too powerful now and that makes him boring. I mean, he he beat the whole Justice League in the Justice League movie. Not that we want to remember that movie, but you know what I mean. No, but he did, he, he, he did, he did yeah. beat them all. <laughs> he did. So, uh, yeah, that's, and now he's got a Green Lantern ring as well and he's incalculably strong. So he, um, in the aftermath of the of Solaris's destruction, a lot was revealed about Superman Prime's hibernation in the Super Sun. During this period, he'd actually been waiting for Solaris's attempt on his life because he had foreknowledge of the events thanks to his time-traveling younger self. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to let that one go because I don't have the mental capacity for that at the minute. <laughs> um, and so in the, in that space, he um, within that, he also found one piece of DNA, one cell from Lois Lane. What? Right? So he has spent all of his time um, Superman of the fifth dimension and our man with the help of the two of them. Um, so this is real space shit. Superman of the yeah. fifth dimension. So we're getting proper multiverse. Because remember, okay. this is Clark Kent. This is our universe, Clark Kent. So he's just doing all of this spare time. So the fifth dimension Superman comes across and our man, and they find a sample of a Lois Lane, one cell of Lois Lane, um, or whatever used to be Lois Lane. Yeah. And from that cell, Superman Prime resurrects. His beloved Lois Lane. Holy um, shit. He raises her with superpowers after this time. Um, right, so she won't age and die, presumably. Um, yeah, she's now silver Lois Lane. So a silver Lois Lane and a golden Superman Prime, because he's all gold. Um, because of the sun and stuff like that. Because of the that. sun. They of were course. reunited. Um, were they happy? In all the time since her death, life had held little meaning or warmth for him. But now Superman Prime felt he was complete once more. So he spent 
century, so the 21st century until the 835th century, I think it was. Um, And he spent all that time just like, nothing means anything. Who cares? Um, And it was only, he he resurrected Lois Lane through one cell is the power level we're talking here. That's insane. He was just so lonely for centuries and centuries and centuries. And then he got the slimmest of chances. And he was just like, okay, I know she's back. And it was true, like, multi-dimension hopping with our man, who we have also covered in Hero Zero, um, yeah. and the fifth dimension Superman. So that's literally just that one comic, DC 1 million of Superman. And I was really trying to find someone more powerful. So, I mean, I, straight to Superman Prime. Yeah, I think Superman Prime might actually have it over Hyperstorm. I'm going to read because, his powers and abilities. But yeah, go yeah, on, this what, be a better... what would be your reason? Uh, because hyper, it, it's 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 not like a character reason. It's a comic book reason, and it's because Hyperstorm doesn't care about anyone. If that makes sense, mm. like Superman gets his strength in this from Lois Lane, uh, so he will fight and die for that woman. So if Hyperstorm, Hyperstorm killed Lois Lane, oh, Superman <laughs> will murder. Like he will go through him. Yeah. Like he would. He will, he will, like, uh, give me the powers, because that's going to that's gonna uh, help a lot. There's several pages here um, okay. that we want to get to, because, um, by the way, just one of his weapons is just Green Lantern Ring, so... Uh, some would say a superpower on its own. Some would say. Um, so, Kryptonian physiology, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman possesses the same potential powers as an average Kryptonian, except he lives on the yellow sun. So, he's got, of course, solar energy absorption. Um, and so during, this is obviously the main source of all of his superpowers and he lives on the sun so mm. um, he's got heat vision super hearing enhanced vision electromagnetic spectrum vision um, he can you know see all radars all satellites all that shit telescopic vision see real small extra vision these are all just general superman powers extra vision things he has every day microscopic vision infrared vision flight invulnerability um, he's got enhanced immunity superhuman stamina superhuman strength superhuman speed super mm. breath uh, longevity um, he's obviously immortal um, yeah. solar supercharge uh, so he remained in Earth's sun for 15,000 years increasing his abilities to unknown but presumably immeasurable levels of every every single power I've just mentioned there is at immeasurable levels it's better than anyone could ever imagine it being <laughs> he is even he's known to dwarf the might of even the mo- massively powerful Cal Kent who he who is himself more power powerful than the gravitational pull of a collapsing star oh okay because so, one of the things I had is that Hyperstorm could control gravity but that apparently just doesn't matter now <laughs> well Cal Kent who is that Earth Superman in like 700 or 800 century yeah. is multiple times faster than the speed of light so that's oh. Cal Kent whereas his powers dwarf in comparison to Superman Prime right okay that's very powerful then <laughs> So what's like more than like I would say what's dwarf? Dwarf kind of gives the impression it's like 300 times faster than multiple times faster than the speed of light. Yeah like I would say like I'm dwarfed by the Empire State Building. (laughs) 
so imagine that um, scale that in your head um, he also has power bequeathment as Superman Prime is noted as being capable of sharing a portion of his power with his descendants the fraction alone itself being a degree of power far beyond held any held by any metahuman ever so anytime he gives someone even a fraction of his power they're the strongest metahuman that has ever existed Right. Other than so him. He, so he could just hand that, like, so he could turn it into, like, a 10 on 1 fight if needs be. Oh, he just has all the Supermen. You could just make multiple Supermen. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay. Um, um, he has, of course, immortality. Um, he's not, he's visibly not aged since the late 20th, early 21st century. Um, he, of course, his abilities include indomitable will. So. Beautiful. He can't. He has enough will to operate a green power ring. So Yeah, and if he sets his mind to something, you're not changing that. Yeah. Um, his weaknesses are, of course, I mean, power limitation, but that has actually been wiped out due to the fact that he now lives in the sun. Um, yeah. The only thing that they say could technically stop him in the 800th century is that he, everyone, this is a real fucking nerdy, futuristic thing, but apparently everyone in this t- time period is, like, connected to brains through like a right. same wavelength and he's not part of that society or that he's never been there so he's not connected so they say it might wreak havoc with his super hearing but oh, but I, like okay that's it. but I, I'd wager he could fight deaf and be fine <laughs> yes um, and yeah paraphernalia he's got the green lantern ring um, he's, Superman Prime is known as the la- last son of Krypton or the golden god um, oh, and right. Superman Prime at one point held the last known Green Lantern ring as well, and he's virtually identical to the future self of Superman in All Star Superman. So he's basically identical to Clark Kent still, but he just is he, like three billion times more powerful. He's just gotten more and more powerful over centuries to the point where he's a god now. It was very hard to try and come up with someone stronger than Hyperstar, but I tried my best. I genuinely think you might have gotten it there. Uh, like, because he can just, like, because even, even without all those powers listed, like, he can just go to any other dimension. Or he can just, like, he can do anything he needs to, it seems. Technically, Whereas he Hyper could go- does have some limitations. Technically, he could go to every dimension, pick up every Superman in every dimension, come back to the fight, give every single Superman his power, making them the most powerful versions of themselves, and then fights yeah. Hyperstorm with 50 Supermen on one. He could fight Hyperstorm inside of a universe that is just a yellow sun, presumably. <laughs> yes, I mean, I think Superman Prime has to have it. <laughs> it was so funny because I was like, who's more... Like, how the fuck am I going to pick the Triumph Fire Hypers? I was like, okay, well, <laughs> we'll go to who's the most powerful already and then we'll see what's his most powerful version, see where we can go from here. Yeah, how far did they break this guy in the <laughs> 90s when everything had to be insane? <laughs> so, yeah, in in 853rd century, Clark Kent's still alive, um, just living in the sun. I like that. I like the whole he has to watch everyone he knows and loves die. And that's what drives him mad. Yeah, but it's not even like in, like mad that he becomes like a tyrant. He just no. becomes sad and lonely. And he just is like, what's the point? And then he just leaves to learn stuff about the universe. And he, Oh, and learn he does. Oh, he learns how to multiverse hop and every other power you could possibly know. And then he, get, he gets given a Green Lantern ring just for the crack. 
and he can give other people the powers and he can bring people back from the dead essentially so yeah I think he might be I think he's too powerful <laughs> hot take here I'd like to see a fight though I would too I, I think it would be a good fight I don't think it would be a walkover no not at all I, I think Superman would win out in the end. It's two broken characters. So what happens when two broken characters meet? Who wins? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's an immovable force and an unstoppable object. Um, now, the counterpoint, if we use my non-canon version, Hyperstorm has all those powers as well. True. That is actually true. Can he, he's the, can he um, take people apart by their cells? And he can make you forget that you want the fight. Yeah, he can turn off parts of your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can all like he he can he can manipulate the four fundamental matters in the universe. Um, I you know but, what I might give it the hyperstorm. You, do you think so? If you might give it to Superman, I'll give it the hyperstorm. We'll actually swap. That's fair. That's fair. Because <laughs> I think because each of us has just learned about this <laughs> yeah. version, so we're like, oh no, it's it's the most powerful one. But I I I like I think it's a good matchup. Mm. You know. Like, one of my favourite characters in Marvel, the Sentry. Um, Hyperstorm would destroy the Sentry, and the Sentry is, like, insanely powerful. I was going to do um, the Spectre, who um, you probably don't know anything about, but he's, like, no. he's nearly God as well. So, oh, I was like, okay. but he's, like, in this, he's, like, an our universe version of, like, God. So, I was like, no, let's pick someone from, like, Superman, but from, like, 853. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Third century. Just a bro. I like, th- I like doing more of the alternate future or alternate timeline stuff because there is some ludicrous stuff in comics oh about, yeah like here's this regular character you all know what if they were insane yeah like it's always like there's loads of them with even just in terms of batman or superman like it, there's so many versions where like david wade becomes batman and yeah it, it's the it's the best comic trope ever they're just like right let's just do 70 years in the future why what's everything like yeah oh gotham's a hellscape Damien Wayne made a deal with the devil. <laughs> yeah, you know. usual stuff. Yeah. There's a really messed up one where Batman is just like a face on a robot neck arm kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's really messed up. I don't I, like I it. I think they just like the idea of like taking characters and then going, okay, let's go to the future. As, well, yeah. What's the most fucked up thing that could have happened? Oh, guess what? It happened to them. <laughs> it happened. Um, but yeah, I think that's my report on Superman Prime. That was a really good report, Connor. I really enjoyed that. Um, Would you like me to take us out? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. Um, We will be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, next Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash heroes for higher podcasts. If you want to support us over there, get access to movie reviews and things. Um, another website you can go to, heroesforhire.ie. Uh, all of our stuff is up there. You can go to the shop, all of our socials. It's a good time. Uh, and tell us what you think of the website as well, if you can. If you think anything you'd like to see on it, anything you feel like is missing, uh, do send us a mail on that one. You can also contact us on Twitter, at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lowell. I have been Sean Prime. And I will see you all next week, guys. Goodbye. Imagine 
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.